Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. I'm Jen Dahl, and today I'd like to convince you to skip the horror movies this Halloween season and pick up a scary book instead. I'm biased, of course. I am terrible at watching scary movies. Even the ones that aren't even that scary force me to cower behind a pillow, only peeping up a few times to keep up with the plot. If I'm being truly honest, even a particularly thrilling Law & Order episode will force me to turn off the TV and open up a book. A book. Yeah, books. Books have never made me run upstairs to hide during a graphic scene or when the music becomes unbearably nerve-wracking. Books have never caused me to jump out of my seat and try to pretend that I did it on purpose. They might leave me feeling like I've sustained mental whiplash, but only in the best way possible. It's not that I don't like movies. I believe both movies and books should exist. Not that anyone would listen to me if I said they shouldn't. But right here, right now, I'm going to throw down the gauntlet and say, scary books are better than scary movies for these five reasons. Reason number one. No one gets to see you act like a total wimp with a scary book. When watching something in a theater or group setting, your howls and screeches and OMGs and chair writhings can't be hidden. Some people might feel a certain shame for yelling, No! when that evil woman tries to kill the Dalmatians in that one extremely scary movie. (laughs) And while you certainly can watch a scary movie alone, we almost never read books with someone else reading right along with us, unless it's a kid's book and we're reading with a child. So, when reading one of the many very scary adult books, you can be as scared as you want without ever getting mocked for it, because it's just between you and your book. Reason number two. With a book, you can stop any time. When you go to see a movie, you've paid money, and you're hardly going to walk out of the theater. Or maybe you're with your friends, who are not as easily frightened as you are, and want to see the rest of the nights chopping people up and wearing their faces ilk. But with a book, as your adrenaline begins to pump at levels you find uncomfortable, you can put it down, take a break, let your pulse return to normal, and turn in for the night. The pace is yours and the fear is contained mostly to the book, providing a combination of comfort and anxiety that's perfect for good scares. To really enjoy a scary situation, we have to know we're in a safe environment, and what could be safer than being curled up with a good book? Reason number three. Scary books can haunt you long after you're finished. In a good way. The story in the scary book you're reading doesn't really end just because you put the book down. Sure, movies do this too, We continue to think about the good ones long after we leave the theater. But since we've devoted so much brain energy to picturing things we read about, books generally do live with us a bit longer. They prod and provoke the unconscious, twisting and turning along with the contours of our particular brains. Then they get under our skin and stay there. In comparison, movies have to, by virtue of their medium, visualize everything. And too often, they rely on shock value and grossing out the audience instead of crafting a truly suspenseful, scary story. With books, the things we imagine can often be even scarier than anything we see on screen. Reason number four. You can create your own atmosphere when reading a book. Sure, sure, you can dim the lights and add peeled grapes to the bottom of your popcorn bowl for creepy movie-watching effects. But your book can go with you anywhere. 
If reading from your couch in your dimlit room isn't quite doing it for you, pick it up and head into the woods, alone, or to your handy neighborhood haunted house. If that's not scary enough, consider this. If a scary book is good enough, you don't even need an atmosphere for reading. It will do that for you. All on its own. Reason number five. Books came first. Not to get all chicken egg about this, but how many scary movies have become books? I honestly can't think of one example, but examples of the opposite are all over the place. While first doesn't mean better, it does mean the egg was evocative enough to lend power to numerous chickens on the silver screen. Okay, I'll stop that metaphor, it's getting weird. But with scary books, you can be doubly afraid that one person probably made up that terrifying tale with their solitary messed up brain. After all, authors are some of the scariest people around, second only to chainsaw-wielding cannibals, zombies, ghosts, vampires, demons, diabolical maniacs, fanatical fans, internet commenters, narcissists, bad drivers, and people who leave one-star reviews on Amazon. That does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can also head over to theweek.com slash podcasts for more from this series, as well as our 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned podcasts. As a thank you for listening to this episode, The Week would like to offer you four risk-free issues of the magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash for free. I'm Jen Dahl, and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>